0: Good morning, Armor Insiders. Welcome to the morning meeting. Thanks for starting your trading session with me, your trading week with me. We're going to um, talk about our virtual hedge fund here. We're going to look at the market, big picture, drill down to individual stocks, and go over um, part of the Armor day trading playbook, how we traded on Friday. So let's break it down step by step. And remember, you are the portfolio manager on the desk. So figure out your risk tolerance, your goals. Execute your strategy and be the smart money. Okay. So um, last week was an awesome week. The month of November was huge for us. As an example, the Armor Special Situations Fund was up 22% in a month. This is a power trend, as IBD would call it. This is the strongest risk monitor green signal we're going to see, as I shared with you at the start of the month. On the 6th of November, I went over with you, it doesn't get better than this. This is, and at the time, I told you then, I don't know why. I don't know why. All I can tell you is when I've seen this signal in the past, this is the risk monitor. The whole purpose of the risk monitor is to get us on this type of market. It's designed to look at confluence. It's designed to look at 10 indexes ranging from the 30-year treasury bond to small cap stocks to the Dow to value stocks to ARK Innovation. And when all 10 are telling you the same thing within a 24-hour window, there's only one animal that can do that, and that's the elephant of the institutions. And so this is one of my favorite bull bull market type of moves. Um, Nobody believes it. Everyone tells me it's going to end tomorrow. And my favorite refrain that I hear a lot is, there's no reason for this rally. And it makes me really think of my mom in this moment. Because my mom always said to me, live the questions, the answers will reveal themselves. And it only took 50 years for me to understand that, mom. <laughs> thanks for, Thanks so much. You've been sharing that with me my whole life. And it's so true in all aspects of life. And investing is like a microcosm of all aspects of life and emotion and all of that stuff, right? And so it really works when it comes to investing. Live the question. Answers are going to reveal themselves. I don't have to have the answer of why the market looked that strong at the start of November. The answer will reveal itself. All we have to do is read and react and execute the whole purpose of the risk monitor is to help us avoid the noise that's all around us that will constantly keep you off the bus, constantly. Get rid of that noise and just execute. That's the message for this morning when it comes to the Big Cap Index. So what we shared last week, in case you read my missives every week, and I really appreciate you guys that do, you will notice that the headline of this Monday is exactly the same as last Monday. And to paraphrase, what I'm saying now is alpha is shifting in the market from the leaders to the aggressive small cap innovation, crypto, concept stocks. These are the stocks that will add alpha in the coming weeks and months. Now, when we first get the risk monitor green signal, We load up on the big leadership indexes, SSO, QLD. And I said to you last Monday, the object now is to, because we've earned the right, we book some of the gains on those big leadership indexes and we roll them into wherever you want to go that's more aggressive. What I highlighted for you last week was I want to roll it into small caps. So let's see how that worked. Here's the small cap index. Here's the NASDAQ 100, okay? The NASDAQ 100 shot like a rocket right out to start this rally throughout most of the month of November. And then as you can see, it's put in a little bit of a consolidation, which it desperately needed. And so we booked some profits up here in QQQ and SPY, which is SSO and QLD. It doesn't mean they're not going to keep going up. They are. They are going to keep going up. Leaders are going to keep leading. But the alpha is shifting to something more aggressive. And as you can see, there was a massive breakout in small caps on Friday, which I might add at the moment are up again today while the NASDAQ and the S&P are down this morning. There's a lot of catching up to do. This is just one example. There's a lot of catching up to do for small caps. The rest of the market's already challenging the highs of the year, you can see, or at new highs. Small caps aren't even close yet. That's why we shifted some capital here, had a huge Friday, massive volume coming in. Same thing with ARC Innovation. It's catching up. It's not even at a new high yet. Here's the equally weighted just to give you more. See, look at look at the equally weighted index, equally weighted S&P. It shows you money is shifting aggressively. People are taking some profits at big cap and rolling them into more aggressive investments. Okay. So we're going to talk to you. I'm going to talk to you. We're going to share top stocks to watch, top stocks I might be buying today. I'm going to go over that in a minute. But let me finish this thought by saying there's there's two ways to go about this. If you're a conservative investor and you put the capital to work correctly, you don't have to do anything to the portfolio. Just follow the stops up. Stay with the leadership. You don't have to get more aggressive. Just manage the success of your position. And when the stops finally get hit, go back to cash and wait for the next risk on signal. That's all you have to do. This is not hard. Don't overthink it. Don't overtrade the portfolio. You don't have to walk the tightrope of small cap stocks, crypto, you know, concepts. You don't have to do that. And and for my personal capital, I have three tranches of capital. Um, More, I have four, but the dividend portfolio, I don't talk about that much. So let's talk about the other three. The dividend portfolio is almost outperforming everything this year. It's incredible. But <laughs> let's put that aside for a minute. Um, that's really because I have one investment, right? More or less. We recently added a couple, but um, AMLP has just had an unbelievable return this year. But that's for a different conversation. I I day trade, triple the S&P. We're going to go over that trade from Friday in a minute. We We swing trade. The big cap indexes, I shouldn't say that, we, we we swing trade the double indexes, Qs, SPY, small caps, and then we also day trade in that portfolio. And then we have our special situations fund that we walk that tightrope of more aggressive investing. So I'll go over the stocks that are in there and what we may be buying in a minute. Let's just dump, uh, jump right over to um, trading lessons for the day, Okay. I want to share with you how to trade the S and P. We smart trade the S and P. We don't day trade it. Some trades, some days there are no trades. Okay, in the day trading playbook, the armored day trading playbook. What happened on Friday was a classic um, event day type of trade, and so I'm going to walk you through how to trade an event day um, trading the S and P. So we have a portfolio set up. All I do is I put hundred percent of that portfolio long SPXL, giving me 300% exposure to the market using the armored day trading playbook. You're looking at a three minute bar chart, H is three minutes red down, blue up black dots of the VWAP standard deviations, one, two, and three above and below. You're looking at Fibonacci lines above and below an opening range That's what all these things are. You're looking at average true ranges, ATR, we call it. Okay. That's what all these lines are. It's the armor price movement profile, the algo we use to trade. So what happened right here, I'm going to draw your attention to the white box. What happened right here at around 11 o'clock was um, comments hitting the tape from Fed Chairman Powell. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't think that Friday was going to be an event day. So I didn't really plan for that. Normally, if it's an event day, I don't trade in the morning. I stay away from the market. I wait for event day. Then I start trading. I wait for the event to come out. I didn't think 11 o'clock comments from Powell would mean anything to the market. Um, But apparently, it created massive gyrations over nine minutes. And I want to bring your attention to this white box here, because this is the way to trade events, any type of event. I don't care if it's non-farm payroll on this Friday. I don't care if it's, you know, a Fed day, whatever. When the news hits the wire and you see a big down tail, which is what this is. So the green dot shows you there was a huge amount of volume on this three minute bar. Each bar is only three minutes. The entire buy trigger happened in nine minutes. Okay. So we use three-minute bars. When it cratered for three minutes but closes back above the VWAP, what you're looking to do is buy the market on a three-minute close above the high of that volume down bar. This is a classic buy signal for us. And so while it was a little bit hairy in there because I had a position on that got stopped out and immediately I had to put it back on, That's okay. Sometimes that happens. We use a very tight stop. Okay. So we didn't get tailed down here. We got stopped quick. It tailed reversed in nine minutes. The whole position gets put back on in that case for us. And of course, we just captured everything there was following our stop strategy. We got stopped out in this yellow box right there with that red arrow. Okay. So just... You can print this up, put it on your, you know, I don't know, put it above your desk and remember this for event day. The event comes out, there's a huge tail with big volume. If there's a three-minute bar close above the high of that down tail bar, that's your buy trigger. And then you ride it as hard as you can, raising your stops as you go every time the asset extends higher. Please note the asset never challenged. The stop, right? So originally, the stop would be down here. The first stop would be the low of the bar you're buying. As soon as it accelerated higher, the stop moves to the low of the acceleration bar. So now you're looking immediately at a a bar where your worst case scenario, you're going to break even. Okay, it comes down, doesn't touch the stop, reverses, breaks out again. Once it does that, you raise the stop again to the extension bar. And you keep doing that every time it extends until eventually you're right up around here was our eventual stop. And it gets stopped out right in there. Okay. So that's how to trade event day. Write that one down. There's a high probability of making money when you see that nine bar reversal. Okay. All right. Um, let's jump over to the portfolio and see what's in the portfolio right now. Um, let's just run through it. We've got Arc and um, Genomic in the portfolio. You can see where the stops are. It's the red line is the stop. We're in, um, we're, uh, looks pretty good there. ARK, um Innovation, we're in there. You can see we're in there around the green box. The red line is the stops, and we'll keep raising them. I'm not raising them right now. We're long coin. We booked a profit right up in here in coin on um, the part we're willing to trade and we're holding the core position and it's up another nine, 10% this morning. It's just a total blowout. We took a position in, uh, in OVIX. So what I wanted to share with you now is you can shift yourself into if you wish and if you've earned the right to do it into a more aggressive uh, um, investing pattern where you're looking for concept stocks. There's no better concept stock to me than the Novix. What's a concept stock? Company with no earnings, no revenue. They're building out a concept. And we think after doing the research that the concept is right. Those stocks are terrible in a bear market, in a bad market, right? But in a bull market that's gaining steam, they can go to the moon. There's no PE. People can't figure out what it's, found, what it's worth. It's a concept. And that can become lots of fun. You know what else is a concept? Cryptocurrency, right? So you know what happens when concept stocks, concept investments become uh, um, accepted. There could be massive upside. So it's worth the risk of putting a position on. And I think Inovix is worth that. I like the management team. They're all from Micron. Came over here setting up a battery company. I think it's an interesting concept. There's an example of a stock to watch or a stock to buy, which we added on um on Friday. Um here's the three minute bar chart. So just to be clear, um we added it down here. Okay. And the stop would be right around there for us now. So we added in the green box on Friday um morning and we captured the entire you know move on Friday. So now it's easy for us to go to sleep on that as an investment. We bought it right. The stop really should be break even, i be honest with you. I'm going to move the stop up to here now. Whoops. Right up into here. It'll be break even on the stop. And it's either we break even on it or we make a lot of money. And so what we like to do on our desk, if you trade with us all day, is we look to find day trading entry points into possible investments. And then when the investment's up 11% at the end of the day, and we bought it cheap, we already have a huge gain. It makes it easy to hold it overnight. Breakeven is the stop. Worst case scenario, I break even. Best case scenario, I just got on the beginning of a huge move in Novix. IOT. You know, we had uh, IOT uh, into the earnings number. We had a, about a half a position size on. Um, company blew out the number. It was up about 11%, 12 13% in the morning. This green box, again, is where we put the position on and really jacked it up. I went from, you know, I, basically I tripled my position after that earnings number. So I got a huge position on IOT now, as I shared with you while it was happening. This was the breakout at around 10 o'clock, and it just skyrocketed to the close. Okay. Um, MicroStrategy. I keep trading MicroStrategy all the way up. The green boxes is where I bought it. I sell it up here. I traded it a little bit in here. And then we had to get long again Friday. Because this was just a wonderful high tight pennant, we call it. High tight pennant into the end of the week. That's as bullish as it's going to get. This is the entry point in the morning. So this yellow line here is the armor moving average. When the, when the asset goes from below to above the moving average, that's my bread and butter trade, my favorite day trade. So we picked it off early in the morning and it you know ripped higher all day. And we held it overnight and the stock's up about 8% this morning. Precious metals is off a bit. So let's talk about gold and silver for a second. Gold and silver are a bit of a bummer. They had a huge overnight session and then gave it all away as the dollar has rallied up about a third of a percent this morning. So gold and silver down a bit. Um, But truth be told, I hate when gold and silver stocks and gold and silver itself gap up Monday morning. I'd much rather a gap down Monday morning. So it was a big overnight session. It got whacked before we come in this morning. Let's see where we are at the end of the day. Okay, that's all I have to say about precious metals right now. Gap ups Monday morning and precious metals are death. So gap downs, I don't mind that. Actually, give the metal a chance to, to, what a huge week they had. So um, give them a chance to consolidate that move. And all I really care about is where are they at the end of the week. We're long Pack Bio. These are all things that are in the portfolio. We own some uh, Palantir. Looks like it's off a couple percent this morning. Um, we added some Roadblocks on Friday. We're long Uber from here, and then they were added to the S and P 500 this morning. Stocks up five percent. Sometimes that's that'll be the peak in the in the run. So we have to watch how that trades and just raise our stop. We're going to follow the 25 day moving average on this idea. So. Um, that's about right there. This this maroon line right there is the 25-day, and that's probably what I'm going to follow. Uh, uranium, not a great close on Friday, but um, CCJ up 3% this morning, driving that sector. So we'll see how it trades. And of course, we added um, twice the performance of the small caps yesterday morning, um, Friday morning. So we captured that right here. Uh, and now we're long, twice the performance of the small cap index. UWM is the symbol. All right. couple of uh, thoughts of what I would buy stocks to buy in the portfolio. What am I looking to buy today? Uh, I'd love to own PATH. I traded it on uh, a Friday, made some money. I'd like to see it sell off. It's down about 3% this morning. I'd like to see a high tight pennant and I'm going to get on PATH, put it right next to my IOT investment. Um still watching, I, I booked a profit in uh, Air Environment and Kratos. I probably want to get back in those defense ideas. and my number one stock on the desk to get long is going to be Airbnb again. We had the trade on, I took it off in an abundance of caution, and then the, you know blew out on friday and i I missed the opportunity. so I'm looking to put that trade back on. I should have been on it right here, and I just and this is the last thought for you before we go into our trading session. you know you're in a bull market when you're making a lot of money and having the best day of the year and you're still lamenting stocks that you missed. That's just a hoofprint of a bull market. So instead of worried about all the fears and all the reasons why it should be over and all that kind of stuff, just execute the strategy and look for the hoofprints. And the hoofprints are there's too many stocks to buy. You can't get them all. You know, you're missing things even as you're making money. That is a bull market. You know, the hardest thing to me right now, honestly, is opportunity cost of money. I've got money, for instance, in precious metals. I like precious metals. I have a hard time holding on. To, I'm holding on to them right now. But I'm, I keep staring at them saying, God, I'd love to use that capital for something else. So it's got to keep making me money or I'd rather be in. And these are my last couple of ideas for you. New issues are a great place to put capital when the market starts doing this. This is the number one new issue on my list this morning. It's the new um, arm holdings that went public again. Okay. Came public, made a little cup and a little handle. Got to consider arm holdings. And then I don't think I have room for these stocks in my portfolio, but I thought I'd just share them with you. Industrials are starting to move. Okay. The Dow blew out on Friday. There's the Dow just blowing out. Okay. URI is a perfect cup and handle. Cup, handle, breakout. I I don't have any interest in United Rentals, but there it is for somebody who wants to have an interest. It's a stock to watch I wanted to share with you. And I got to be honest with you. I mean, how do I avoid Caterpillar down here right on the 200-day moving average? It's just an opportunity cost of money. I don't know if I have the money for that trade, for that investment. But Caterpillar down here, I mean, to me, it it, looks like a no-brainer if I had room for industrials. There's the uptrend. There's the channel it's in. Buying the bottom of the channel at the 200-day going above the 50. That just looks tasty. And I think all the bad news is probably in deer already. You know, so when cat starts to go, deer generally follows. And it's the same type of setup. Not as good. Caterpillar is definitely a better-looking setup. So, Those are my thoughts for this morning. I hope you find them helpful. I look forward to trading with all of you. We'll start 930 on this desk. I look forward to seeing all of you there. And don't forget, be the smart money. You can do it. Have a great trading session, everybody.